Hanishima, the Voice of Breath podcast with Noam Sendor. My dear friends, I hope this finds you well, and I welcome you back to another episode of The Voice of Breath. In 1987, the author Frank White coined the term the overview effect, describing the experience of astronauts suspended high above the earth and looking down at the earth for the first time in their life, looking down at the earth and seeing it and sensing it with this overview image, overview effect, sensing it as this one unified organism. And many, many astronauts expressed how powerful, how transformative a moment that was, even as recently as Richard Branson, who was able to get up into space on his own, if you will. He spoke about just how incredible such a moment was. The overview effect. And Frank White believed that the overview effect is important for all of us because it actually begins, can, it has the ability to shift the way in which human beings see this earth and see all of those people who are on this earth. Unfortunately, we face profound cultural, societal, and environmental issues today. And White's argument is that understanding the overview effect and trying to embrace it can allow us to see the earth as this unified organism and to see all of humanity as in this together we are one we are unified now obviously we can't get up to space well not yet at least but nonetheless this idea of the overview effect is a powerful one for us to all explore I found a, an incredible connection to this idea in a book that I came across several years ago called, the Vision, called Visions of a Compassionate World, Guided Imagery for Spiritual Growth and Social Transformation. The book is an English translation of a sefer, a Hebrew book written by a Rabbi Menachem Eckstein. It was translated by Yehoshua Staret, put, put out by Urim Publications. And Menachem Eckstein, we don't know too much about him, but we do know that he was murdered in the Holocaust. And he wrote this book when he was a young man, possibly uh, no older than late 20s. The book was first published in 1921. 1921. The book describes, it goes through many different kind of uh, visualization techniques, if you will, to bring a person to a higher level of consciousness. And he describes in many ways this idea of an overview effect, of using a, a different perspective on viewing oneself through a meditative exercise, using that to overcome the ego traps that hold us back, that hold us back from healthy relationships with ourselves and with ourselves and with 
uh, with others and with ourselves and with God. The ego, the ego that holds us back. The ego is essential. We need the ego. But we also, what we are looking to do is to try to keep it in check, to channel it in all of its, all of its blessing, to channel the blessing for the good, but to hold back all the negativity that come, can come with a fixation upon the ego. I'm going to read a short passage from this book. And the book is, uh, as I explained, it's translated that it's, the original book was called Tina'e Hanefesh Lahasagata Hasidut, or as the translator uh, translated, Prerequisites of the Soul for Attaining Hasidic Consciousness. And so we're going to read just a small section together of this book. It's from the second chapter called Ego Traps. There are two mental blocks that stand in the way of our acquiring higher consciousness. The first is the very subjective way we perceive ourselves, which prevents us from seeing our true place in creation. The second is our short-sighted tunnel vision, which traps us in the passing moment, blinding us from seeing the vast world beyond. Our subjectiveness is a result of our natural egocentricity, Each of us perceives ourselves to be the most important creature on earth and feels that the entire world revolves around us. We cannot see ourselves as we see others and have great difficulty in accepting the truth. We are just insignificant and fragile creatures alongside billions of others just like us. Our tunnel vision is a result of our senses being so exclusively focused on the fleeting moment Our entire beings are totally absorbed in whatever we are feeling right now. For instance, when we are upset, we completely forget how we felt a moment ago and how we may feel in a few moments. We are also unaware at that moment of how others are feeling and of what those around us are doing. Our entire beings are constricted within our upset state of mind as if nothing else in the world existed, neither in the whole wide world outside of us nor in our personal past, present, and future. The same thing happens when we are happy. We become completely enraptured in the present emotion without ever wondering from when and where it came or realizing that it will eventually leave us. At this moment, happiness is all we know. That is how we go through life, vacillating from one emotional state to to another, from one stimulating experience to another, without our ever being aware of what is happening inside us. This human condition chokes our consciousness, preventing detachment from the ego self and precluding the development of our spiritual sensitivities. But both mental blocks are just illusions superimposed upon us by our egocentricity. What we're going to do in just a moment is go through a visualization technique that's brought down in this book. And the purpose of this simple visualization technique is to sense ourselves as not the only thing in the world. To try to create in our own minds an overview effect, in a sense. The ability to see the larger world, to extend beyond ourselves, but then to come back within ourselves empowered with humility but true humility. And humility is not thinking low of oneself, but rather the ability to recognize that whatever I have is a blessing and is given to me in order to use. 
And if somebody else had my gifts, they might do a better job with it than I have. It's not about me. It's not about me. But yet, I am essential. I have an essential role to play in this world. And so I invite you to join me for a short visualization technique, a little bit of meditation that we get from this incredible book. And I have tremendous gratitude for my teacher, Judah Michelle, for sharing this book with me and opening up my eyes to its powerful wisdom. And so in just a few moments, the meditation will begin, and I invite you to join me. I invite you to find somewhere quiet. We're not going to be interrupted for the next few moments. Put on headphones, lie down in bed, sit in a chair somewhere quiet and peaceful. And get comfortable. Let your body settle down into this moment. And let's begin as we do each time by just taking a few deep breaths in through the nose. And now through the mouth. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. And I want you to sense the space around you with your eyes closed. Just hear the different sounds whatever they may be. Be aware of them, but don't focus on them. And sense your body. Breathing in and out in this moment. Feel your feet, your legs the chair underneath you or the ground beneath you and sense your lower back and your upper back. Breathing deeply and gently, sense your arms. Feel your stomach rise and fall as you breathe. And feel your chest rise and fall as you breathe. And your head, your eyes, take a deep breath in through your nose and out. And your mouth and release. What we're going to do now is imagine with our mind's eye ourselves, us, in this moment. So I want you to imagine as if you were looking at yourself. And we do that by just very gently detaching from our body. Imagine as if you are your soul lifting gently from your body and then looking down 
I want you to imagine that you're looking down at your body sitting there or lying down and looking down from a view above. I want you to imagine the room that you're sitting in exactly as it is in all of its detail. And we're going to gently float up above, rising up and we're going to imagine as if we are now going to be floating through the ceiling. And if you are outside, just imagine you're floating up. And if you are in a double storied house on the bottom floor, imagine that you're going through the floor above you, continuing to float up above, looking down, eventually making your way out of the roof above. And you're looking down at your house and you're continuing to float above and see the trees around you and the road, the street that your home is on and imagine people walking down the street exactly as it might be. But obviously with our imagination, it will not be perfect. We continue to float above and we see the trees and the cars in our neighborhood. And the whole neighborhood comes into view and we see the grid of streets and people going about their way, going home from work or going to work or wherever they might be doing, continuing to float above as we rise. And I want you to imagine now that the city that you are in comes into view as you look down. And so here for me in Melbourne, I'm going to imagine the city and its buildings and the bay that sits just off from the city and the shimmer of the water. And I'm going to continue to rise up and you, wherever you are, I want you to imagine the city that you are in and the homes you're going to continue to float higher and continue to move up higher and see now the rural areas outside of the city, however it might be. And imagine the highways and the forests and the farms, whatever may be, use your imagination to build that world. And you're continuing to float even higher, draw away from the earth. And now your whole state is coming into view and you go even higher and the country that you are in comes into view. And I want you to try to build that world with as much detail and focus as you can. Continue to rise up higher and higher, going through the clouds, continue to drift up higher and slowly, but surely 
the earth in all of its entirety comes into view. And I want you to imagine as you're floating in the air, looking down at this earth below with its blues and its greens and its whites and its browns swirling all together and sense the oneness of the planet, of the earth, of the organism below, continuing to float even higher and higher away from it. And now very gently, I want you to flip around and look up. You're flipping upwards and looking out to space. I want you to see the vast expanse of space beyond, of all the stars and planets and galaxies, and you're just floating there. And sense just how small you are in this moment. And when you are ready, I want you to spin back around with the expanse of the space within your consciousness, spin back around towards Earth and look at our little planet, which a moment ago was massive, but now is but a drop of water in the ocean of all of the universe. And continue now to make your descent towards Earth. Continue to draw towards Earth and see the planet in all of its colors. Take your time as fast or as slow as you want to go. And continue to descend towards Earth through the clouds, through the wind. You're dropping, you're descending. Continue to make your way and make your way towards the part of the earth that you live in. And we're continuing to descend towards the earth and see the planet before you in all of its beauty and all of its simplicity and all of its detail that you're building in your mind. You continue to descend and your country comes into view. And you see the forests and the farms and the mountains and the lakes, the bodies of water continue to drop. You make your way and you see the city that you are in, if you live in a city, and you continue to descend towards the neighborhood that you live in. I want you to locate it continue to move down and you see people walking in the streets and walking their dogs and you see the trees from above and you locate your own home and you make your way down towards your home and you see the homes of the neighboring houses around you you see their roofs and you make your way towards your roof and you go through gently and make your way into the room that you are sitting in right now. And I want you to look at yourself. 
And remember just how small you are, how big this earth is and how big the universe is. But I want you to look at yourself with compassion and with love. And I want you to remind yourself that you have a sense of purpose. And look at your body there for a moment, hovering above. Have some compassion for your body. And very gently, whenever you're ready, descend into your body. Rejoin consciousness and form. And let's take a moment now to sense the top of our head and our eyes and our nose. Take a deep breath in and out. And your mouth and your arms and your chest rise and fall as you breathe. And your stomach. And feel the chair or the earth underneath you and go down your legs all the way to your toes. You're grounded in this moment. Grounded in this moment. And when you're ready, you can open up your eyes with a sense of how big the universe is and how small you are. But yet, here you are, essential, an essential part of all of creation. Whole world's gone dark, let's all give up. I'm not strong enough to light up this darkness. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Breath podcast with Noam Sendor. The theme music is the song Breathe by Fetter Hendel. And remember, don't forget to breathe. It's lost its feet, calls for strength and guidance. And I say, I say to you, don't forget to breathe. And I say, I say to you.